Good morning, everyone. This is Linda Santavica on Pressing Beyond. One miraculous life-changing moment is when we meet that one person we want to do life with. I am not referring to a casual relationship, but marriage, commitment. For some, going to the courthouse is suffice, yet for others, a wedding is everything. And given the outrageous price tag for the big day, weddings are big business, but they don't have to be. Bronnie Gringer, founder of Share the Lovely, revamped the bridal industry by creating a site that takes the financial ouch out of wedding planning. Her site, sharethelovely.com, is not only the go-to for a bride's big day, but it has also bolstered small businesses, which are a few reasons why Cause Otters named Bonnie as one of the top social entrepreneurs to watch out for in 2021. And here we are. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning. Thank you, Linda. It's great to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. In order for our listeners to envision what Share the Lovely does and how it works, I know because at one time it was just a seed of an idea and most brilliant ideas come from either a personal incident or the intent to meet a need out there. Why don't you give us a little backstory and how you got to this wonderful startup? Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a journey. I'll tell you, um, everyone's life's a journey and, and weddings are always exciting. But, you know, prior to the last five years, it was a tough time for me. I really didn't believe in love. I was in, in a, relationships that were tough. When I finally found true love, I didn't think it was possible. When I did, uh, I wanted the perfect wedding to like represent the miracle that I found. But at that time, about half my income was going to, towards protecting myself and my family. So uh, I had to really be creative uh, on a very, very small budget, which is most of America, because most of America's 65% of Americans are two paychecks from bankruptcy. Also growing up in the fashion industry in New York, uh, my family had a chain of high fashion uh, shoe stores uh, that were off price. So I knew a little bit about you know shopping around and also having my wedding. I wanted the perfect wedding, but with over two and a half million weddings a year and wearing your dress for a few hours and never wearing it again and all that product that goes to waste. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was a great opportunity for me to you know be able to at least shop for my wedding dress Rather than spend three or four thousand dollars, maybe spend you know six hundred, eight hundred, something like that, which is a low price wedding dress. You know, and there's like a lot of marketplaces out there that offer that peer to peer. You know, purchase a wedding dress from another bride, and so I, I tried that. You know, and it was exciting because the prices were right. I was able to find designer dresses for a lot less, but after two, three weeks, I was only able to meet up with I think it was two brides or three brides. You know, one on the side of the road and one in a Walmart bathroom, trying to address with a train. It was, you know, five foot train on the side of the road. It was just very difficult. So that's really when I saw the, you know, the weakest link in mm -hmm. with a really great opportunity. Now, I love your website. It's very easy to navigate and to whatever anyone needs for a wedding, they can find it on your site. It's mostly dresses. Yes. However, you also have many other wedding related items. You have shoes, accessories, candles, wedding decor. So how does this share the lovely for the bride? How does this work for the bride, for the person selling the dress, 
the mechanics in all of this? Um, good question. Well, you know, for the bride, it, it provides her a way, you know, starting with, let's say dresses, because that's the biggest purchase here. Mm -hmm. um, and that's our focus. She's able to browse an extensive assortment online, which is the reason that online shopping is, is a huge industry, trillions and trillions of dollars. So she's able to create like the wedding or dreams at a fraction of the cost through purchasing mm -hmm. a circular resale item, pre-owned item we call pre-loved. But the good thing that she could do here is with these marketplaces, the dresses are sold by a stranger, someone, a bride, probably trustful. But the point I'm making is that sure, the lovely qualifies all the dresses. So a, a bride can come in and she sees these dresses that are either pre-owned or new samples. She knows that they're qualified and verified in terms of size and quality and, you know, their wear and tear. So she's able to have that, that trust and that comfort level finding the one with us. And the other thing that's really great for brides that we that we offer, which is really unique, is the option to try before you buy. So for brides, it's great to be able to find this online assortment, but wedding dresses can be very complex in size and fit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We provide a way to get that assortment, but then a risk-free way to what we do is we have partnered with retailers nationwide. We have four pilot areas in Ohio, Michigan, Savannah, and Omaha, mm -hmm. Nebraska right now, where we are matching brides with retailers in their area so that they can go and try on the dress. And then if she likes it, she buys it. If not, she continues on her way and she keeps searching for the one. So yeah. for instance, if, if I'm on your site, I see a dress I really like. I live in Main Street in Ohio somewhere and I want that dress. I want to try it on. How do I know it's available at my local bridal shop? Well, we is we have a special like a circular distribution model, sort of like Uber. So we're like bride chair is a new ride chair. That's what I say. love that. Really, it's basically um real-time matching of you know, real-time demand to okay. the local levels. Bride finds a few dresses she likes in let's say Middletown, Ohio, mm -hmm. where one of our retailers are. We actually our relationship is that we will send the dress to that retailer. They'll set up an appointment for their bridal fitting. And if you know, usually they have a for alterations, uh, they'll have a seamstress there, which is the typical way that a bride and she could bring her bridesmaids and her parents, you know, how that mm -hmm. works. And then she goes to the store and if she likes it, she purchases it a touch free, con contactless free uh, on her phone. And then that dress is connected to that participating retailer and we share in commission. So it's almost like a shared inventory. That's fantastic because you're also, now you're not just providing budget-friendly dress for the bride, but you're also bolstering small businesses. Exactly. It's truly circular in terms of the supply chain and not just in product, but in, in the whole solution. I love the idea that brides do not have to go into debt to make a commitment, especially after the last year we've had with the pandemic. I think people realize, you know, do we need all this stuff? I think the mindset is they're going to go forward saying we can scale down, find a dress that's within our budget. I love your mission statement. Find your truth, follow your own path, live authentically. That is aligned with being sensible because, you know, we can get so caught up in creating these outrageous weddings. I mean, weddings are like, uh, the average is $35,000 and that was pre-COVID. Uh, they definitely downsized a lot. I think with the pandemic, uh, there's just been a whole just change in mindset. Even mm -hmm. before that, you know, resale was booming. Uh, it was $24 billion industry supposed to double in just two years. Now with COVID, that's, you know, skyrocketed really. Just brides and people in general are more mindful and especially the new generation, even before yes. COVID, right. their focus is on truth, you know, our environment, you know, really being more logical 
think that it's all really leading towards real place for this, I feel. It's wonderful what you're doing. Another thing too is last year, there were, I mean, some people who, who were scheduled to get married did get married and they were very creative. Mm-hmm. They didn't have, you know, this big lavish affair. It was outdoors. People practice social distancing. I saw some beautiful weddings that were not over the top. So I love what, like you said, you know, through the collaboration with mom and pop shops across America, Share the Lovely is impacting bridal retailers and experiencing evolutionary market challenges even before the virus changed everything. Not only do we, we're not building just a network of hosts for our brides, but we're also becoming the e-commerce and kind of sustainable alternative arm for our retailers. Because the thing with, you know, mom and pop shops is they can only inventory so much and they're not going to inventory and, and build up a product mix for the alternative bride. And that's who we really focus on. Mm-hmm. So we're going to find those unique brides or unique brides are going to find us. They want organic cotton or silk, or they want a unique pink or black wedding dress. There's a much more unique bride out there now and they want very unique dresses. It's not to, as conventional. Right. Exactly. To, to really present who they are, to be authentic. So that's where we come in also, but they're also able to to what we do is act as our e-commerce arm. So with the pandemic and even before, retailers end up with a huge amount of overstock. We actually host those products on Share the Lovely and help sell those overstocks and get them in a better position. So there's a two-prong effect there. And they also have a way to do storefronts, which is a whole other thing. Now, what if somebody, a bride, has a dress and she wants to, she no longer needs it. So right. she wants to give it to share the lovely, she sells it to you or does she, how does that process Good work? Good question. Um, a little bit different than what's out there um, where brides will sell to other brides in marketplaces. We actually hold the consignment inventory, as I mentioned before, we're able to qualify and verify. What's really great for past brides, for me, for example, with my wedding dress, I don't like to sell to individuals, although we have an e-commerce website and marketplace and platform. In that case, and with a lot of brides, you know, who've already gotten married, not everybody wants to be a salesperson, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they don't have the time or they don't want to haggle. So we kind of do that for them. Uh, We act as a concierge, as we say, concierge consignment, concierge resales. So let's say 25 or 30% of the brides out there really would rather give their dress to someone else and let them handle like, you know, uploading the information the data, the photography, publishing it, answering the questions from brides, you know, because you know how brides are. They want to know a lot of information. There's probably haggling involved. All of that communication, that servicing that we do. So we do the shipping, if there's any return issues, if there's any cleaning that needs to be done, we do that as well. So we provide that service to past brides who really don't want to get involved in that whole process. You do everything. Okay. So (laughs) no, it's amazing. And I think, and I love this. This is also written on your site. You said reimagining the fairy tale wedding, empowering women to create authentic, inspiring and unique weddings without taxing her budget or the environment. I mean, this is a brilliant idea. So aside from the dresses, brides can also find other items, shoes, accessories, and you even have some wedding decor. Are you expanding on that space? 
Well, we're really focusing on dresses to start. We also have, as I mentioned, storefronts where there is a sale of other accessories and decor. So we're going to kind of scale back up into the accessories and decor. Right now, we're focusing on our pilot areas mm -hmm. to really develop out that part of the business model. We'll allow the stores to create storefronts, but we're kind of putting a little bit on hold the accessories and decor why we build up the, the dresses. Um, there's a lot. The marketplace is very complex. It took us 10 months to develop. It was a big feat for me by myself uh, with my, I had a small team in India develop it with me. We're going to continue building out that accessories and decor area, which is about 95% complete. Now, Bonnie, this is a question I ask everybody. What challenges did you have to press beyond to create Share the Lovely? Well, I mean, because I had this idea many, a few years ago, or it was over three years ago. So I, while I was working at night, and weekends. I was developing the business model, really, really wanted to, you know, go for it. You know, um, I really, really saw the opportunity and need for this in the market, but I couldn't just stop working. So I saved up as much as I could, created a strategy and then downsized, moved to the country, which is beautiful. We have, you know, really nice property but in order to really get started on this. It was a whole family decision and tough because, you know, working, you know, 10, 12, 15 hours a day uh -huh. is a challenge with the family. You know, my daughter's involved now in writing because she's really, really talented. And we're all trying to really just pitch in to wonderful. make it happen. That was, a, that was a big challenge. Took 10 months to develop as we're building out all the other areas, you know, social media and the uh, marketing assets and building out the business model, the financial plan. So there's just been a lot of hoops to jump through and uh, just keep pressing forward with it. It's amazing. It's been exciting and a challenge at the same time. I'm curious. You said you had a team in India. I've been involved in, you know, e-commerce probably from the dawn of the internet, starting with fashionwall.com, one of their first employees. <laughs> I think we started the PPC model there. And um, yeah, with startups since then, some failed, some not. So I have always really been in product development and then also marketing as a focus. I was able to find a great team, uh, Atlas in India, and they've been my heroes to customize a Magento marketplace, multi-sided marketplace, and able to do it on a, on a fairly small budget. So I'm thankful to them. You know, the challenge right now is, so now that we have all this great, you know, development, we just launched recently. Uh, yeah, we got some great coverage, but now teaching the market is really challenging because we're similar, but very, very different than what's out there. Training the market, teaching the market and getting enough exposure is really where we have the challenge right now. So fundraising, but right now it's, it's tough. Well, um, now it is, but I, I think we're starting to see some restrictions being lifted. I think the airline industry is starting to spike up a bit. I mean, I know people who canceled weddings last year and they have to reschedule for 2022. So I would say you're going to be barraged with business. Yeah. Well, e-commerce is interesting. I mean, you could build the most incredible solution, mm -hmm. but you're really in the middle of a desert unless you get enough outreach and exposure and impressions. You know, being a new company, you really, really need to go out with a lot of a big paid marketing campaigns right. and strategy. That's where the challenge is. And, and we're working through it. We're doing, you know, outreach, trying to get advocacy from organizations, sustainable organizations, fashion organizations, bridal organizations, retail organizations, because we're really, really supporting a lot of impact in those areas. But still getting, reaching out to consumers is a real challenge without a real marketing budget. So right now what we're doing is we're doing testing through different forms of, of paid marketing.
marketing mm-hmm. and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and you know, something too, I know it, to market and, you know, get some yeah. presence out there and get some exposure. It's harder than actually developing a product. However, share the lovely it's set apart from anything else. I mean, I don't know of any other e-commerce bridal site like this. I agree. (laughs) You're one of a kind. You're the first, you're the pioneer here. So, and with all the weddings that are coming up, you're going to be doing fine. I hope so. Mouth to God's ears. (laughs) You know, like you say, share the lovely and you share it forward. Uh, Yep. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Well, that will happen for sure. And everybody, if you're planning a wedding, go to sharethelovely.com. And vote for us on a FedEx grant. They have a thing that we just entered. I'm really excited. Hopefully we get into the top 100. So vote for us on FedEx. <laughs> okay. You got to go to FedEx and vote for Share the Lovely. And also go to Share the Lovely because you can get anything you need for your wedding without breaking the bank. Thank you. Absolutely. And then when you're, then you're finished with your wedding, we'll help you sell your dress and all your other items. So there you go. You're like one-stop shopping. Bonnie, thank you so much. I'm very excited for you. As Cause Otter said, you're one of the top social entrepreneurs to watch for in 2021. And I know you are. All right, everybody, share the lovely and share it forward. <laughs>